This is how the people of Yavrif showed their grief for one of their lost sons. It's a garrison town, almost as far west as you can go in Ukraine, almost as far from the front as it's possible to be. And yet the raw emotion of this war and its consequences could not be more stark. The family of Volodymyr Kamuz, an army intelligence officer, were honoured by their community, no matter that he died soon after visiting the front, rather than falling in combat. Dozens of its sons have been killed in battle since the Russian invasion, and they mostly belonged to the brigade based here before this all began, and in which Volodymyr started his army career. Pretty much every house in this street in Yabarif has been affected by the war and service with the 24th Brigade. A soldier killed back there, another seriously wounded. In this house, three members of the family are serving at the front, another lightly wounded, two houses on. And in this place where I'm going, her husband is missing in action. Lydia Firchuk works in the brigade canteen. Her husband, sir, has been missing since March 2022. The idea that he's not coming back is too much to bear. Do you have any hope in this situation or have you lost hope now of seeing him again? Serhi's comrades in the 24th Brigade suggested he may have been captured by the Russians, but subsequent evidence pointed towards him having died. For the family of Volodymyr Kamuz, carried to the cemetery on the outskirts of Yavarif, there is at least the painful certainty of knowing what happened and having a place to grieve. And being a colonel, he was given a full military send-off. But in the national crisis it's faced here since the full invasion began, the Ukrainian state has sometimes been found wanting. This protest a year ago in Lviv, the main city of western Ukraine, was held by military families seeking answers.
Where's my son? Read one poster. Bring our defenders back from captivity, says another. Most of these relatives were from the 24th Brigade. The soldiers were people lost in the maelstrom of war, with the Russians indifferent and their own authorities unable, back then at least, to answer the pleas of hundreds of families. Vita Bahri lives not far from Lviv with her son Yevhen. Her husband Sviatoslav is another one of the missing. She showed me some of the letters she's written about his case. As the months have passed, the idea of a rapid peace deal faded and small prisoner swaps been and gone, her hopes of seeing Sviatoslav again soon have evaporated. Did soldiers from the unit get released? Were they able to tell you how he was to update you on what was happening? What do you ask now of, of the authorities? Vita at least knows that Sviatoslav is still alive. This image was released by his Russian captors. But nobody can say when he might come home. In Yavrov, there's a memorial to the 24th Brigade. When you talk to people about the total price paid by the 24th Brigade in this war, it's hard to get a concrete answer. It's actually against the law here to reveal the casualty figures for particular units in the army. But taking a close interest in the brigade as we have, we've picked up clues. Their footage of a ceremony in Lviv last month saw relatives of the 24th's dead presented with a special decoration, the Hero's Cross. They are consecutively numbered in the high 300s. Some have gone to those who fell before last year's invasion, but most, perhaps 300, commemorate those killed in the last 18 months. And as the war has gone on, the original cadre from Western Ukraine has been replaced by thousands of recruits from all over. It's a story mirrored nationally as the country mobilized. It's clear that the 24th Brigade suffered badly in the early weeks of the war, fighting for an eastern town called Papazna. That's where Vita and Lida's husbands went missing. This Russian footage shows fighters from the Wagner Group pushing through that town, clearing buildings and capturing Ukrainians. Even in an army sensitive about revealing its setbacks, 
survivors paint a picture of an awful struggle while attention and resources focused on the defense of Kyiv. In this hospital in Lviv, they put together the maimed from many different battles and units. When we visited, those being treated were casualties of this summer's fighting in the south and east of Ukraine. This is one of Ukraine's main centers for war wounded. What's the spirit like among the soldiers? Is it hard for them to accept that maybe they can't fight on? Do you have to tell them that? A lot of soldiers that even uh, in that, that cases when we even didn't have a possibility to save the extremities or limb, after the amputees they take a prosthesis and they want to get back to the front line to start fighting again. And in our, from our experience, we operate a lot of uh, soldiers from the Ukrainian Special Forces, its elite um, forces of Ukraine, also the snipers, and they already get back to the front line uh, even without the lag. Given the pain and trauma that these men have been through, it was remarkable to see the upbeat way this session was run. And among the patients, teasing and banter. Thoughts too about whether they might play any further part in the war and how their families might treat them. Do you uh, have the support of your family to, to go back or do they try to persuade you maybe not to go back to the front? My family, when And the long nature of this war, along with its losses and setbacks, are also discussed here, as each man reflects on the price of fighting on. Mihailo lost his leg in a minefield as his unit tried to push forward in this summer's counteroffensive. 
Оскільки людина, яка пережила війну, їй дуже складно адаптуватися до цивільного життя. Вона стикається з багатьма проблемами, з несправедливостью. Давно хотелось бы, чтобы общество было готово до того, что в стране есть много поранених. If it's possible, if you, if you could influence the next few months, how would you like the next few months to go? What, what, what would you like to achieve? Мы все понимаем, что на войне есть втраты, есть загибли, есть поранения, и они, на жаль, будут. И количество их зростает. Ну и, соответственно, в тылу треба багато чого змінити і готувати до такої кількості. Хотілося, щоб західні партнери нам більше допомагали стримувати агресію. Хотілося, щоб до них прийшло розуміння, що ми воюємо не тільки за свою територію, ми воюємо за мир в Європі і за мир у світі як таковий. Цей ворог, він не тільки для нас, це всесвітній ворог. So how do you maintain spirit back home when nobody knows when the war will end, the POWs come home and the wounded not face the prospect of going back to action? Дивіться, насправді таких сімей є вже дуже багато, на жаль. Є як і загинувших, полонених, безвісти пропавших. Таких сімей, на жаль, тільки збільшується. Скажу так, нелегко є приймати тих людей, бо ти не знаєш, що їм відповісти, коли вони перед тобою сидять і їхній син є в полоні. І надати їм цю допомогу. Але робимо все для того, аби допомогти. Стукаємо двері Києва, відповідні відділи, аби не забували про наших полонених. But the price has been so, so high. This cemetery on the outskirts of Lviv is one of the many where the 24th's fallen have been laid to rest. We counted dozens adorned with the brigade's emblem among the 2,000-plus graves here. Natalia Najura visits often bringing fresh flowers to her brother Andrei. She's racked with regret that all of her attempts to save him failed. Якось старалися, щоб його не відправляли зразу на передову. Він того не знав. Ну, через знайомих його зробили, він був в Яворові. Перші три місяці його зробили інструктором. Він вчив інших стріляти. Але постійно рвався, і він хотів постійно їхати, тому що його хлопців забирали. І він завжди мені казав, я хочу їхати. Ну, я його просила, що мені не треба ще побути. Ну, але все, в кінці-кінці вже більшість позабирали, і він поїхав. Like so many Ukrainians, Natalia has been hardened by the pain and loss of the last 18 months. But asking her how the war ends, I was shocked by the answer.
стільки повбивали наших людей, і зараз закінчити і просто сказати, все, давайте миритися, ну ні. As we filmed, sirens warned of another possible strike on Lviv. That's one more reason why so many Ukrainians have concluded there can be no rest for living or dead until the war is won.